it's a bit spursy time again. I'm Barney. I'm Dan. Uh, welcome back to another off-season edition, off-brand, off-market. Um, <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, Dan? We've got so many top. We've got transfers. We've got Paratici. We've got um, Eric Dyer's Instagram. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> all the main topics going around Tottenham Hotspur right now. Flying um, around. Christian Eriksen's transfer. Yeah, <laughs> his transfer. Will it happen? Will it not? It's a bit of a will they, won't they situation going on. Yeah, it's very, very tense, romantic, charged. It's rom- And what better place mm. than the, the world's most romantic football podcast? Exactly. Do you like how I'm uh, doing an impression of someone that's just been to radio or broadcasting school and they just I'm trying to use as many descriptive words as possible? Very clear. Very clear. A lot mm. of adjectives coming in in this intro. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to um, front load uh, the enjoyment and professionalism so that then I can stop. It just makes me think of that episode that you started with going, fart noise, fart noise, fart noise. <laughs> After we just absolutely shut the bed earlier in the season. Oh, yeah, that was awful. Um, but no, it, it seems like it seems like whoever's backing us has said, you know what, guys, um, you just need to make it a little bit more professional. So... Mm. And we've sort of in our, like contractually now we're obliged to give like four minutes of like, you know, we'll give a professional intro and then see what happens from there. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's our contractual obligation. Four minutes of, uh, high quality journalism. Yep. So I guess what, we're about two minutes in, so let's just, uh, wait it out. Two more minutes. Yep. So I don't (laughs) know if you would just want to be silent for the next two. Yeah. I think we'll just let it sit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Great. All right. Um, Look, overall this week, buddy, um, it's like we, we made a few signings, uh, mm-hmm. but then now there's the expectation that if we go a day or two without making a signing, it's the end of the world. <laughs> it's just yeah. complete meltdown buttons whenever it's like, we'll bloody announce Pele already. Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, what's he doing? You know, oh God, probably. He's probably at the club saying he'll sign and he's he'll sign for 50 cents and Levy saying, well, I need that for the vending machine. Oh, wait, uh, Pence. Pence, is that what it is? Pence. Yeah. I think Pence yeah. because yeah, in the UK, they're still not, um, they're not on the, Euro- well, I'm going to say they're still not on the Euros, but now that Brexit, they're definitely not on the Euros. Yeah. They are. They hate the Euro, but maybe, uh, Daniel Levy uses Australian dollars, which is why he finds, you know, like the perception around him, um, finding it hard to spend money is because he has to convert it to pounds and he's like, oh yeah, that's not too many Australian dollars. And then he looks and he's like, oh no, oh, that's double what I thought. <laughs> I would love that. That that's been our like issues with transfers this whole time. It's, it's it's been like, all right, we're about to sign here, and then it's like, Daniel, you realize that this is again, this is um, you know, the the, the currency is completely off. It's like, oh <laughs> bloody hell, no, not again. Oh no, oh, I hate these pounds sterling. I remember pounds like it always used to be so annoying traveling over to England. Um, I only went like I've only been maybe two times, three times in my life, but it was always this thing of like, you'd save up all this money to spend. And you're like, great, I've got, you know, thousand dollars spending money. And then when you convert it and it's like, oh, 15 pounds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can buy a croissant and a coffee and then I'm done. Yeah. And I, I've sort of, I've always assumed that the pounds think like, because our dollar is so crap against the pound that, um, things in England would just be, you know, like in America, um, when we were at parody with them, it was like going to Bali 
like because it was so cheap and they're the you know the way their currency works everyone gets paid less they get um so things would be like half the price they are in australia but you'd be the same rate whether in england it's like thousand dollars is 15 pounds and then you're like <laughs> oh okay so how much is a beer then like a pound and they're like no 14 pounds yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just through the roof mm. um i wonder if because so in some of the, like the design work I've done in the past, like we would deal with clients from overseas and sometimes when you're discussing pricing, you wouldn't always get the currency in the conversation when you're first going through it. And then, so later on at the end, they come to like, oh, sorry. So is that in US dollars or Australian? And you're always like US dollars. Of course yeah. it was. Um, yeah. I wonder if that happens with transfers. Like they do forget to leave it out and then, so, so just to confirm, was that in, uh, was that in pounds or was that in like, you know, the, I was going to say the ruble. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that Russian? Is that Russian? I think it's, I, I, oh, is it ruple? Ruple? I think it's the yeah. ruple. Um, and then there's rupees, which is, I think Indian. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, what's the, what's the Indonesian? <laughs> what's the Indonesian currency? Welcome to currency school. Uh, Welcome to currency watch. Um, <laughs> Uh, People will tune out. They'll be like, they have really nothing Spurs related to talk about this week. They're only just trying yeah. to guess currencies from around the world. I know the uh, Malaysian one is called the Ringgit. The Ringgit. That's mm -hmm. a cool name. I like that. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. I, I thought Rupee was maybe Indonesian. We could just Google this, but uh, let's not. Okay. Well, I've already Googled. <laughs> okay. What is it? Um, India used the Rupee. Uh -huh. But there could also be an Indonesian rupee. Um, I like it oh if I, I type this into Google and it just gives me a thing saying, get back to podcasting, stop this. <laughs> uh, oh, Indonesian is uh, rupiah, R-U-I-P-I-A-H. Oh, rupiah. Okay. Okay. It's all making sense. Yeah. Maybe look, we'll, <laughs> we'll continue this discussion in a, uh, in a spin-off series we're doing. Uh, yeah. Some bonus episodes just on currency. Like you see other... Other podcasts start talking about like how do transfers work? What are the ins and outs mm. of contract negotiations? And we're just going to do, hey, what are different currencies in the world? <laughs> world money, the podcast, <laughs> and it's the same level of research we've done now. Where we're like, so what's the, what's the currency in uh, in Argentina? And then one of us googles it, and we're like, oh, it's uh, this. And then we, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We go to spot. Hey, Spotify, Spotify originals. We've got like a, uh, we want to pitch <laughs> you something. We do this podcast. It's gone all right. Uh, we've got mm. this other idea. What do you think about it? Um, also, by the way, in Argentina, it's the peso. The peso. Yeah. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Um, I thought that was Mexican. I think there are pace. There are, there are different pesos. There's different pesos. What a world. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I guess they both are Spanish. So maybe. I don't know, maybe peso just means money. Or, no, that, that sounds stupid. That's not a thing. 50, give me 50 money. <laughs> 50 <laughs> money, please. I love that. So I please leave true. the bag as soon as quick, as soon as possible. Um, okay. So Christian Erickson, he, <laughs> he, um, this is my theory. I, this is burning, uh, in my brain. I need to get it out. So we were rumored, uh, Erickson apparently wants to stay in London. He apparently is interested in returning to Tottenham. He's negotiating with Brentford. Um, there was a lot of, like, people thought it was pretty uh, nailed on that he would come back. 
Yeah. And then we hear that Manchester United are also interested in him. And then there's a bit of something going on there. And then we hear that Thomas Frank has had a really good meeting with him. Uh, and then we hear that um, uh, Ericsson's been in talks with Manchester United. And then we hear from Tottenham that they're not negotiating with him at the moment through the club mouthpiece, Alastair Gold. Now, my theory is that <laughs> we have negotiated with him. He is on holidays at the moment, which he has said, and he won't decide anything until he's finished holidays. Mm -hmm. I think that he is maybe driving a hard bargain uh, at, with his agent, who we know is this om omnipotent, invisible presence uh, from the uh, Amazon documentary. He's a very powerful ghost. Summons with a little bell. Summon with a little bell um, to which he appears. Um, uh, and so I reckon this is the club. This is my theory. Tottenham is putting out, oh, we're not even negotiating with him. Oh, he doesn't uh, really want to stay. We're not really interested. Mm, but I think they are. And I think this is just, they're trying to do what other clubs do to us <laughs> and do the whole like, eh, we're not really interested. But I heard that, uh, you know, Tottenham are interested in him. Um, and then they, the play ends up signing for the other club and we were never actually in the race. I, well, maybe this is wishful thinking, but that's my theory. Yeah. I think there's something in that because, um, yeah, I, th and I think from Alistair Gold's piece, he was saying, you know, we haven't been in contact for two weeks or mm. something like that. And that very much sounds to me like another like a dating scenario, like, Hey, how'd the date go? Like, yeah, pretty good. I think, but haven't heard from them in two weeks. Mm. You're like, okay, it's probably not, <laughs> yeah, probably not happening then. You know, that's, yeah. that's, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, it's really tough to know, like, you know, who's the, who's got the power in this situation because yeah, Spurs might've gone like, well, Hey, here's the deal that we could do. And then yeah, the, the, the agent might be going, you know, try, like you said, trying to play hardball, trying to look elsewhere, but Spurs are just like, meh, well, if he wants it, he can take it. If not, meh, we'll, mm. we'll keep working on other other targets. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I find this whole thing about leaks, like just so interesting of like where it came from. And it's so wary to take, take leaks, uh, these, the leaks that we hear at surface level of, and just go, Oh, that is accurate. That's what's happening. Because it's like, you really have to do think like you're saying of like the motivation behind who's making the leak. Um, kind of not to go off Ericsson, but like, um, Gabriel Jesus is the other one where, you know, it was, um, <laughs> the, the leak was Spurs are flying under the radar to sign Jesus. And it's like, yeah, right. Spurs would not release that. Like, there's no way if we were doing that, that Spurs mm. would release that. It's like, that is clearly either coming from like Gabriel Jesus's representatives to try and drive up his negotiating power with Arsenal, or it's from Arsenal who are going like, Hey, Spurs are trying to steal this transfer from us. Watch us get this player and have them reject Spurs for a bit of positive PR. Absolutely. Yeah. Or it could be, um, cause he's been, uh, nailed on signing. Like he apparently was coming to us and then he was coming, going to Arsenal. And then there was someone else as well that apparently he was signing with. And now I can't remember who it was, but it's, it's, it's so fascinating how these things seem to just like, and which I, which is the entertainment value, I guess, is they're like soap operas or, or like thrillers in the sense that there's constantly twists. So like with the Alistair Gold said, Spurs haven't had contact with him in two weeks. It's like, yeah, but he. Ericsson also said that he's on holiday and he won't speak to anyone while he makes up his mind. So it's like, well, then if that's true, then he's on holidays. And then why <laughs> there's nothing to report because he's doing what he said he was going to do. 
Um, I just, you know, look, I imagine that probably Spurs are going, well, you could come back and play for us and you know, everyone loves you and we're playing in the Champions League and Antonio Conte, he loves you. Um, and you know, it could be great and we'll, you know, like, and we'll offer you this much money. And then United maybe are saying, uh, we don't have that, but we'll give you a trillion dollars. <laughs> Remember, we're a big club. Remember that. We're a big club. We're huge. We're a huge club. Um, and then, you know, Brentford are probably being like, but don't you want to stay with your fellow uh, Danish peoples? I could get you a leather jacket like mine. Christian, we could be the leather jacket brothers. Look, I've already bought the leather jacket for you. Look at it yeah. here. It's tailored to your body shape. I measured you when you're asleep. It's a very svelte leather jacket. It's <laughs> specifically to his body shape. Yeah. Um, maybe that was the meeting that they were talking about. Thomas Frank, that like they didn't have a meeting. He just measured Christian Eriksen's body <laughs> while he was sleeping to get him a custom like matching leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I killed the cow. I killed the cow myself. <laughs> like it reminds me. Um, remember there was that story of um, like when Bielsa signed Pochettino as a boy, mm. and there's that story of like Bielsa went round to like Pochettino's house, and while he was sleeping, he like felt his legs, um, and he's like, hmm, good strong legs. I'll side him, uh, and it's like, hang on, that's uh, a lot of questions about that story. Mm -hmm. um, but if that's if that happened, then I could very much see this being the case with Brentford because they've. Like they can't offer the money, they can't offer the Champions League, so they have to offer something that we can't. And that they the only thing that comes to mind is a is a body like a skin tight matching leather jacket. Yeah, skin tight. Yeah, that's the only thing that they can offer. Maybe actually they're like Ericsson, We know your hair's kind of been a bit dodgy. Look at my hair, Thomas Frank, and my jacket. If you join the leather jacket bros, I will get you this hair. You think Conte's the 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 um, number one uh, expert? No, no, no. It's me. Maybe Ericsson's not even on holiday. He's just getting treatment done, and we're mm. going to see him emerge just with his absolutely flowing, just golden locks. Um, and he's like, "I was signing for Brentford all along. How could how could I disappoint my boy?" <laughs> what I want to, I've seen, you know, because people, I. Uh, I always love to read the, whenever like it, something like this is reported and people will comment, the comments are like, Ericsson's Tottenham through and through. Of course you'll sign with us. It's like, okay, what? And then there'll be like, um, I don't want him anyway. He's 30 years old and his heart's broken. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? Um, or they'll be like, he'd only be a bench player anyway in our team. So, would he? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's so dismissive. Um, I feel like a similar thing has kind of happened with Richarlison in a way. Well, I, although probably in the reverse, where we're first linked to like Richarlison, and then some mm. fans like, like we spoke about last week, I'm all up for it. Some fans are like, absolutely not. We shouldn't be getting an Everton player in. <laughs> blah 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 blah. And then when it comes out this week, where um, I think the you know, again, who knows what's really true, but the most recent update on that is like now Chelsea have entered the race to Richarlison. And so now suddenly there's more takes of like, oh, no, Richarlison's pretty good. Like, mm. He'd do a really good job for us coming into that like f that system, so we should really go for him. Um, and it just seems so reactive to, <laughs> to like who is wanting who at that time. Mm. Um, and I think like what you're saying with Eric said, it's like, yeah, if he seems really keen on us um, or we seem like we're in the race, they're like, mm, no, nah, we don't want him. And it just sort of keeps shifting.
Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. And like, you know, when Paratici came in, um, there was, I remember there's this really good article talking about his transfer approach and that he'll approach, you know, like seven different people at once. And then he's, there's two that he actually wants, but he diffuses the interest so that they don't get done in terms of like, uh, overpaying because they're like, well, we've got all these other guys that, you know, we're, we're interested in. So why, why would we do this for your, for your player? Um, and then also it kind of, you know, you don't get, um, targeted by the clubs and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that again could be very much happening. I saw in terms of Chelsea, I saw the other day something and it must've been a misprint, but I, I don't know. Cause Inter Milan has no money that they, that they, um, uh, are going to sign Lukaku for one euro or something like that. Really? <laughs> because Chelsea don't want him <laughs> that much that they're just like, oh, take him, yeah. take him. Um, which is insane. Actually, on that as well, I read something the other day that apparently we were nailed on to be signing Martinez. And it's like, oh, really? Like, are we going back to this again? Yeah. Um, and I know Inter have to sell. So someone's going to go. But the players have done a brilliant job. I think, was it Barty was saying this? Yeah, Barty was saying, you know, they've done a great job because they've all... Um, said, we don't want to leave. We love it here. So then if they get sold, they can be like, oh, oh yeah. regardless of how they how they actually feel. Totally. Because like, uh, and I think that's smart. Like if I was a player and there were rumors about me going, I'd go like, I want to stay here forever. Um, and then if you do get sold, it's like, okay, oh, I didn't want to go. And the fans still like you. Um, but then if you go, hey, I want to leave. I hate this place. And then you don't get sold. Then everyone's suddenly like, this guy sucks so much. And you just become like, everyone's like worst, you know, everyone's worst friend. Everyone like just despises you. Um, it, it is interesting on that point of Inter, like we are linked with basically the whole Inter squad. Um, and I think like what you were saying, like with um, Paratici, like, and his methods of doing that, um, that is an interesting idea of like, you know, that, because um, on one hand you go, maybe he, he does have this list of players and he is actually interested in all of them, but then, yeah. There is a, it's pretty plausible that there would be some players lower on that list that he just doesn't have any interest in, but he uses that himself as a negotiation tactic. Like, I wonder if he was having a face to face with someone and it's like, he's like, oh, I just need to go out to the bathroom and like just drops his phone on the table. And it's just a Twitter feed of like, you know, all the defenders that we're linked with. Um, and don't look at my phone. I'll be back soon. Don't look. <laughs> Don't look at it, please. It's private. But he couldn't do that. I, I think that's very plausible, bar one very significant fact. Uh, one, well, two. One, we haven't played the intro to talk about Paratici. And two, um, his headphones are obviously on a cord. So it would just, ha they'd just go, duh, like that. And his head would go like that. All right. Um, we can rectify both of these things. What's he been doing? What's he up to? Paratici. Paratici watch. Yes, Paratici watch. And uh, not to lose our momentum, headphone watch specifically this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, as you mentioned, like he's, there's been a lot of talk about his headphones and the fact that he, always, he just has these wide, wide ones that they're stuck in there. And we've had a few theories come out this week um, about why that could be. Um, I'll start with the most like grounded theory because it's also the least fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that... Um, because he talks so much on the phone, 
if he didn't have wired headphones and he needed to charge them, he would just constantly be having to like, like he'd have to recharge his headphones like five, six times a day. Okay. Yeah. That's one theory. Pretty boring. Mm. Pass. <laughs> Pass that. Well, I mean, I, I mean, the man is, we saw the interview inside his house. The man is loaded. He can afford two, three, four pairs of headphones if he wanted. <laughs> yeah. He should just have them on. Maybe they just need to get him a headphone guy. You know how mm. like Snoop Dogg has a weed guy? Yeah. And Paratici just has a headphone guy who just rolls around with like five pairs of Bluetooth headphones, a little portable charger in a bum bag. Mm. And he's just constantly just going through. So whenever Paratici runs out, he's got a new pair ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We could use one of our old Italian men <laughs> in the back staff. Yeah. Oh, he, he never says a word because he his English is not great because he never cared to learn. Yeah. He doesn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> so that is theory number one. That's theory number mm-hmm. one. Um, that theory ended up being a little bit more <laughs> enjoyable than I thought it would be. Um, theory number two is um, he might have, and this is from uh, Hexagon Sun, who uh, proposes to us on the Discord, uh, he might have just started using headphones before Bluetooth was the norm and he got stuck in his ways. So a bit of like an old man style. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to debunk that because he's suave. He is suave. So... No. It's like all we need for like 100% proof on that is to see one other piece of modern tech um, on his person. Um, mm-hmm. And like, and someone will be like, well, his belt buckles, actually. It's this new thing which has got Wi-Fi built into it. And we're like, <laughs> all right, done. <laughs> if anyone in the world has a belt buckle that has Wi-Fi, it's Paratici. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst superhero, like the worst Batman of all time. Like say, save these people. Oh, uh, well, I'll give them some Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can connect up to a hundred devices on my belt. <laughs> That's not going to help him now, Batman. It's like, oh, well, all right, fine. <laughs> that would be the sort of thing though, that I could picture Paratici just telling everyone about, like if he was going out to everyone at the club, mm. have you seen my belt? It's got Wi-Fi. Like, yep. <laughs> no, no. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, which, which reminds me, and I'm not sure if I've, I've, I've told this to you on, on the podcast previously, but um, my family's Italian. Mm. Um, I feel like I might have told this a while ago, but, um, my family's Italian. And once I was going over to stay with them by myself, my Italian wasn't that great. And I was trying to speak to my uncle who picked me up from the airport. And I was trying to tell him at the time that I was doing a radio show here, but all I was basically telling him on repeat was like, I have a radio, I have a radio. (laughs) (laughs) And so he looked at me like this guy is my nephew's an idiot. Yeah. But then it's like, he still kind of was trying to be nice and wanted to acknowledge it. So when we got back to the house with the rest of the family, he's kind of was like, you know, in Italian, he was like, this is Dan and he has a radio. Like we should like everyone, let's make a big deal. about it. Oh God, that's so funny. And I'm then nodding like an an antiquated piece of technology. (laughs) I've got a radio. (laughs) I've got a radio. How's everything going? I have a radio. Radio. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Great. Yeah, I'm not sure if you heard the radio thing. You didn't seem to react how I expected. (laughs) I have one. A radio. (laughs) So I could imagine Maratici to an extent walking around the training ground, just interrupting Mm. people, just letting them know about his special belt. Yeah, I think that would be... I think that would be very possible. Very possible. So was that, was that the other, so that the other theory was that he's just a creature of habit stuck in his ways. Yeah. That's theory number two. Now this mm-hmm. theory number three, um, which was again presented to us by Manila animal on the discord, uh, and saying 
that they read somewhere that Paratici uses wired headphones because they can't be hacked into. Uh, but then they did say they're not sure if that's true or if it's just easier to use wired ones um, as opposed to pairing AirPods. Mm. So I guess there's two little theories there. One is that maybe he just really struggles to pair AirPods and he can't. Yeah. <laughs> just can never find the button to pair them. Mm. Um, or that he's worried that he's going to get hacked into for his conversations. Mmm, but paranoid, <laughs> paranoid Paratici. <laughs> I wonder, like, with the, uh, he might struggle with the AirPod uh, linking, so he's got the wide ones because it's much easier, but also uh, to unpick the theory that he's just a creature of habit and he's used to it. Like, what model of phone is he using? What iPhone is he using? Like, is he using, like, an iPhone 3? <laughs> or <laughs> because he's stuck? Or is the phone okay, but just the headphones are the things that he just can't update? I yeah. wonder, can you can you hack Bluetooth headphones? Surely you could. Uh, I don't know. Look, if there's a Bluetooth expert out there, mm. um, please let us know if you can hack Bluetooth, Bluetooth headphones. I assume there would be a way, but I would also say that that knowledge is probably based on watching movies with stupid plot lines um, and where it's like, hmm, we've got a real major plot hole here. Uh, perhaps we make it so that they hack the Bluetooth headphones. Problem solved. There we go. Um, it, I, I assume it is probably hackable. Um, but to look at his phone, like on this semi-recent um, image I have of him, his, his phone on the camera, it does have the three lenses. So ah. my knowledge is that that only came in around sort of iPhone 10 ish or something like that. So mm -hmm. um, his iPhone's sort of newish. Um, mm. So maybe then that that is the sign Instead of us jumping to, could it be a Wi-Fi belt? It's just like, no, no, actually, look, he's got a recent iPhone. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so he's fine with technology. I can confirm that Bluetooth headphones can be hacked. They can. Um, they can be hacked. But so too could an iPhone. So that kind of doesn't seem to make sense because then why isn't he using like um, like a Morse code or something? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's shouting so much when he's on the phone because he's shouting in Morse code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very difficult. It's very difficult and takes um, a long time. And he gets so frustrated when they don't, other, they're on the other end of the line. Like, Fabio, please just speak. Just tell us. Just tell us what you want. Or maybe, like, if he's so worried about being hacked, he should be sending all transfer offers um, with, you know, like a serial killer, like cutting out letters from a magazine <laughs> and gluing them on a piece of paper and then mailing them. Yeah. Maybe that's his, that's his business. So maybe we're not actually acting fast in the transfer window. Maybe all these transfers, he was trying to get over the line at the start of last season, mm. but it just takes so long for these things to come through with him due to the back and forth. <laughs> Hello there, a bit Spursy listener. It's me, Barney. And me, Dan. And we are here to tell you some fantastic news. We have started a free Discord to which you can go on and chat all things Tottenham Hotspur and other related concepts. <laughs> yeah, to join that, uh, head to discord.gg slash abitspursy. That's correct. We also now have a Patreon to which you can pay for Spurs-related content. <laughs> and, it sounds like a scam. It's not a scam here. It's, it's not a scam. We're not scamming. We're not scamming. It's, uh, look, we, we love, uh, you know, creating this podcast and there's a whole bunch of other things that we want to do with some streams. Uh, some watch-alongs and, and these sort of bits and pieces. If you would like to help us out and support us there, we'd really appreciate it. We'll be able to create more Spurs 
smooth content and uh, sort of have fun doing that. So if you like to do that, uh, please head to patreon.com slash a bit uh, The more of you that are on the Patreon, the less time I have to spend in the coal mine, which is my job. <laughs> so let's get Barney out of the coal mine. And uh, yeah, all links can be found uh, on our website at abitspursy.com. In um, uh, associated transfer news with the signing of uh, Basuma, I watched his signing video and he mm-hmm. said at one point, um, it's been my, uh, it's my dream to play Champions League. I've always wanted to play the champ- Champions League. When I was a boy, I watched the Champions League every day. Every day he watched the Champions League, according to him. Every, every day he wakes up. I'm gonna watch some Champions League. There's no, it's the, there's no games. It's all right. I'll go into the archives. <laughs> On repeat, I'll give me some Champions League. I was gonna say either he is a, a bit of a psychopath, or mm. um, <laughs> he just loves Champions League so much. <laughs> he's a freak for the Champions League. He just is obsessed with it. And also, it was not accessible. Like what? He's like 25. Like yeah. say 15 years ago. At 10 years old, the Champions League was not an easy thing to access. Um, you know, uh, there were there were hoops. There was Foxtel that you had to jump through. You had to jump through Rupert Murdoch's Foxtel hoop in order to watch it. Uh, wait, and hang on. I love as well that in this scenario, he's moved to Australia to grow up so that he has mm. access to Foxtel. <laughs> well, yeah, because he wanted to watch the Champions League. He had to. Um, uh, I'm sure Foxtel operates in Mali as well. Uh <laughs> It's Australia and Mali are the two countries. And Mali, where yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it's it's bizarre. I would love it if sometimes on these like you know signing videos and these intro conversations, if the interviewer just did kind of poke holes in their questions, but they didn't quite make sense. Mm. So it's like I used to watch Champions League every single day, um, and then if the interviewer's like, oh, "Sorry, did you actually do that?" Like that's that doesn't mm. sound plausible. Mm. Um, because I think it's like we need more like a hard-hitting interviewer <laughs> to, to give them their yeah their opening ones. Yeah. We need like Lee Sales yeah. to come in, <laughs> give an absolute just rip-snorter of an interview. Um, yeah, I'd love that. That would be – if, if every signing had to sit through a Lee Sales interview, I would watch everything. I would be like Basuma. I'd watch it every day. Yeah. And it could be like Conte could do it because he's like – He's like, you know, well, you want you to suffer as soon as you enter the club to really know. It's not going to just be an easy ride when you get here, starting with the initial interview. Mm. Um, the thing the thing I also find a bit weird about this is like going on about Champions League in your initial thing, it's, I don't know if it's like the best way to get fans on board because, yeah. you know, usually you'd expect like, even if it's completely made up that a player's like, oh, I used to, you know, I watched Tottenham. I watched Glenn Hoddle back in the day. Da, 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 da. Whereas it's like Champions League. I want Champions League. That's all I care about, Champions League. And it's like you realize you've signed for Tottenham. You haven't signed for Champions League. Mm. Uh, that wasn't in my contract. I'm pretty sure I signed with, with Champions League. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it was a bit odd. I was like, oh, okay. So he's here because he wants to play in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, that was, you know, that was the conclusion I made. Maybe other people make different conclusions. Uh, I doubt it because that's all he talks about. Um, but also, you know, obviously English isn't his first language. He speaks it very well. Um, who knows whether it was a translation thing? I don't know. Um, but I'm just going to run with the fact he's obsessed 
with the Champions League. So obsessed with the Champions League. Um, I guess in one way that's good because you'd think that if you're playing in the Premier League, uh, you want to win all your games to finish top four because you are so driven to be in Champions League next season. That's not bad. Mm. There's, there's positives yeah. to it as well. There's positives to that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what if it gets in the way of training? When he's just got, he's got to watch that Champions League, and it's like, well, no, you've got a double training today, and he's like, that's not going to work. Yeah, I think there was um, there were rumors a little while ago. I think it was Usman Dembele at Barcelona, where they were saying that he was like addicted to Fortnite, um, mm. addicted to playing games, like had a like proper addiction for it, um, and it was affecting him. Like you know, he was rocking up to training tired and all that sort of stuff. And so I wonder if Basuma <laughs> starts doing that. And he's just constantly showing up tired at the training ground. They're like, are you all right? And he's like, oh, I was just just up all night watching Champions League. <laughs> just can't stop watching it. They see him sneaking oh. off on the training ground on his phone, just watching Champions League between the drills. <laughs> yeah, I, I read that on um, uh, Dembele Barca being addicted to video games. And wasn't there, there's like a, I mean, I suppose Fortnite is kind of, has a gambling element. Oh, no, it doesn't. But you you know like you can it's free but then you pay for a whole bunch of shit when you play it yeah um, yeah that he'd spend a lot of money doing that but and I remember when Delhi was really into it I was like what the hell are these people playing this children's game for but then like as you know I stream on Twitch and I started play, playing Fortnite and it's really fun yeah <laughs> it's really fun I get it I get it I get it why Delhi blew his Tottenham career <laughs> to, to play Fortnite. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but can, I get it. Can I ask, Barney, do you think Delhi would play Fortnite in the same manner that you do? Uh, but hiding in bins <laughs> and uh, while waiting until the end to sneak out and shoot the last person and win? Uh, I reckon he'd be too proud for that. I reckon he'd be too proud. And that's why he didn't work with Jose Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> that is Jose's tactic. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think so. Uh, would he also stream in the character of a, an old grandma? Probably not. Um. <laughs> I'd love it though if you check out, like, you know how whenever you see, it's basically anyone who's built up an online profile, you okay. see like the stuff they're putting out with their millions of followers, all that sort of, all those sort of things. And then if you go back in time and see like their first upload and everything, like it's never great. Um, and, and I mean that in a positive sense, because it's like, just get out there and upload things and go for it. Um, but when you do it, you'll be like, oh, this person's so polished or this, that and everything else. But then you check out their first thing and it is just like. It's just like, you know, horrible quality. The audio's crackly. You can, can't hear anything. I wonder if we check out Delhi's feed and we go back to the start of like time on his and imagine if that he is there just pretending to be an old grandma playing Fortnite. <laughs> the first thing he does, he's got pearls on. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretending to be an old lady. Okay, well, that's a great research topic for me yeah. for next week's uh, pod. I'm going to see if I can find the earliest Delhi Fortnite stream. Can you imagine that? Just like, hey guys, I started streaming. Um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem to work. And they're like, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> People just want to see you as Delhi. They don't want to see you <laughs> poorly playing this other character. <laughs> Constantly dropping out of character <laughs> to make comments on said character. <laughs> Um, yes. yeah, look, look, look I, I'm glad you've take, undertaken that as a research project, Barney, but yeah, what will, <laughs> we will update you. What was Delhi's first stream like? Yep. And is he still yep. streaming as well? I don't think so. I think he's given, given it up. Okay. Cause there seemed like there was a little crew for a while with Delhi, Harry, 
and I think Harry Kane and both Harry Maguire. And I feel like Trippier was also a part of that where, yeah, they would just go play some Fortnite, play some quads for a little bit. Wow. To be in that room, <laughs> to be in that room, all of them dressed as old ladies. <laughs> God. Look, it would be, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. I would pay to watch that though. If you said we can have this, um, it's going to be a grandma stream, uh, Delhi, Harry, Harry, and uh, Kieran. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll tune in. Mm, mm. I think I would too. I think I would too. There's this amazing um, podcast, which if anyone has not heard it, you need to listen to it. It's called Athletico Mints, and it's um, Bob Mortimer and uh, what's his comedy partner called? But they do uh, a football podcast, but they just – it's all made up, and they play all the characters, and the Tottenham ones are – hilarious um the uh, debbie uh, they call Deli Ali, uh, debbie um debbie something something uh yeah all the characterizations are so funny definitely listen to it not that they need any props i think it's one of the most downloaded football podcasts in the world what am i saying anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's good you put me onto that and it's nice that you can just find like there's a there's one which is like a tottenham like compilation of all the Tottenham ones I did over the years. And um, it's very funny. It's very funny. It's very good. Mm. Yeah. It's so good. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's called Vans. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, more serious topics. Um, tra other transfers. Other transfers. Um, not, not much for us really. Uh, which doesn't mean I, we're not doing things. Like there's rumors again about Bremer. There's rumors that we're still in for Bastoni. There's this, that, and everything else. And I think that, um, yeah, it's, I would say maybe within the next two, I think it's two weeks, three weeks before we head off on our preseason games and our, our preseason tours. Um, and all reports seem to point that Conte wants the business done before heading off for preseason. So I would mm -hmm. assume that we're going to see some movement in the next couple of weeks. and. Like, you know, we don't need to question Paratici. Like he is an absolute workaholic, <laughs> like, like in insanely so. So we're going to make some signings. We're just linked with so many players at the moment that it's like, we can't really go through everyone because it's just, <laughs> there's literally like, it sounds like there's like 50 players out there. Mm, um, mm. But I'm very, very confident. Like we've already made three signings, which is very unusual for us. And I think that should be enough for us to go, okay, let's relax. And we're obviously trying to get things done early. So we're going to see some more action. Like we wouldn't make just these three signings out the gate and then not worry about the rest of the squad. Um, mm. I'd say it's very, very clear that we're going to get a center back, a right back, um, a midfielder and a forward, like at this stage. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just interested to see who we, um, who we end up with. Cause to be completely honest, a lot of players we're linked with, especially if they're Serie A bundles, like I haven't seen that much of them. So it's difficult to have an opinion of them that isn't just like, oh, I checked his stats and he doesn't look good. I don't think he's right. Um, mm. It's like, well, we'll just let's just trust the club to, to make those calls. Yep, and trust. I, one thing I've loved since having Conte is that when you see people having internet wars, internet battles with each other, um, there is now a new thing where people just say, if Conte wants him, then then fine. Yep. And it's so nice <laughs> to have that as almost like the Trump card where it's like, well, he clearly knows better than you. Um, Ford Mustang 67, um, <laughs> on Twitter. Like, so let's just not worry about it, which, you know, we haven't had 
I, can't, I actually can't remember a time that we did have that. I don't think we have. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think we have either. Um, mm. Yeah, your Ford Mustang 67. Mm. <laughs> Go back to talking mm. about cars, Ford Mustang. Yeah. Um, See ya. <laughs> There's, yeah, it, although there's still then on the other side of that, we do get people who are going like, back Conte, back Conte, back Conte. Not him. Oh, don't go for him. <laughs> um, and it's like, God, oh, we've got a back Conte. Oh, we're not signing him, are we? And it's mm. just like, all right, you go, you do you. <laughs> mm. You do you. We'll just mute you from the feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can shout yeah, out by yourself. Exactly. But I, I do feel like that. In some ways, that the supporter base is starting to come together a little bit more. Um, mm. To your point, where this is the first time that we're we're really just going like, "Yep, trust the manager," rather than just thinking all of our managers are idiots. Mm. I'm not saying I think that, but I'm like the perception has always been previously that like, well, Daniel Levy is an idiot. This manager is an idiot. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. All that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think look, I think we're in a good place, um, and I think as fans overall. We're in a good place. Mm. Yeah. 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 I'm very excited for the, um, I'm just, I'm excited for the preseason games even just to see how we roll out and who he plays and yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause there are a bunch of players which we just have no idea about how they're coming back. Like I do know, um, Ryan Sessignon did release a video of himself training, mm. um, which I'm pleased about. My concern is that the last player who did that was Delhi. Um, <laughs> um, and then that didn't work out so well for him. But um, yeah, I, I think, well, I mean, look, Sessignon by all accounts is like, he's very firmly in that sort of rotation with Perisic for, for wing back. Um, but there are a bunch of other players who we still like, we haven't really heard anything on Brian Hill. Um, we're now just hearing some murmurs on Jack Clark that the club might look to sell him. Um, Tanganga, there's no news as to where he fits into things. Um, and then I think. Oh, the I've other... got news on Tanganga actually. Oh, you do? Oh. Yes. So um, Charlie Eccleshare and Jack Pitbrook did a Q&A um, and someone asked about Tanganga and apparently Conte is um, happy to have him back in training and he's got, he's got uh, like a equal sort of level playing field uh, chance to impress and then make his way into the squad. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I, I can still see Tanganga being, um, you know, a backup to the to sort of the right centre back in there. Mm. Um, so we will need we'll need bodies. But okay, that, that's good. All right, <laughs> Tanganga mm. update done. Done. Um, I'm the official journalist on Tanganga. <laughs> the other one is with um, Emerson Royale that there are rumours about him going, and I think that his dad, who is his agent, was Great. quoted as saying, um, "Yes, I have been speaking to uh, uh, I think it was Atletico Madrid." Um, I have been speaking to Atletico Madrid, but I represent a number of players, so it could have been about anyone. Mm. <laughs> it's like, mm. <laughs> wonder who else you represent. Yeah, I'll look at if he if he looks at that and then it's just like I don't know, it's like three teenagers back in Brazil or something, and <laughs> yeah. people are just like, okay, it's clearly about Emerson. Like, yeah, these other players are not going to Atletico Madrid. <laughs> well, it could be any of them. <laughs> you don't know. Prove it. <laughs> um. Uh, what about, you know, you just mentioned Perisic and uh, Sessegnon as the rotations at left back or left wing back. Where does that leave uh, Reggie? I've, again, I haven't heard anything at all on Reggie. Um, I 
yeah, it's really tough to know because I, I feel like, and just how, from what Conte was doing towards the end of the season. And I know Reggie, like, you know, got injured a bit too and whatever, but we can just see that Reggie's not fitted, not a good fit. Sorry for, for Conte system overall. Um, I don't know. I would be really surprised if we kept him, but then at the same time, I don't think we want to just get rid of too many players um, because we're going to need depth, especially in those positions. So to me, it would make sense. Like if we had an, if we say kept Emerson, we got in another right back and then we had say like, you know, Doherty who can go both, both wings. Then there's probably like, you could go, okay, cool. We've got five wing backs in total. So we could probably then um, either send Reggie out on loan or, or, or sell him on. Um, Mm. But yeah, maybe that's why we haven't heard a huge amount because they're sort of waiting to see what they can do in terms of bringing in other players before trying to ship him out. But yeah, I don't know. Where do you see him for next season? I see him staying and then getting no game time whatsoever. Yeah. And, or only in the like desperate situation that one of Perisic or Sessegnon, I mean, knowing Sessegnon, he probably will get injured, but um yeah, one of them gets injured and then the other one plays a lot of games in quick succession. And then if Doherty has not been playing, then he'll replace them on the left. And if he's not, then Reggie will play. But I think what will happen is Reggie will stay and you'll be like, oh, you know, it'll seem uh, like an amicable thing. But then like a couple of months into the season, he'll start chirping up and being like, I'm not playing. For, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I guess the only thing is we've got the World Cup coming up. And I assume he's still in, I don't know if he's still in the Spanish squad, but I'm I'm just assuming he probably is. Mm. Um, it would just depend whether like that might sort of start coming into play. Um, cause you never know. Cause he, he could end up going like, Hey, look, if you're not going to play me this first half of the season, please send me out on loan so I can play world cup. Um, to, to which Conte would probably go, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I don't care. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it, we haven't really, I don't think we've sold anyone yet, have we? Because um, there's a lot of, like, and Dombele, La Celso, like any, and any of these other players we mentioned, I don't think we've shipped off anyone. The only one who looks to be getting close is Bergwijn. Um, mm. uh, Dan, you're forgetting uh, how you move on so quickly from your loves. Cameron Carter-Vickers was. Oh, sorry. He was let go by the club. And there are a lot of fans of CCV that listen to this podcast (laughs) that have, I know, been abstaining from food, water, lighting candles in their house, no lights. It's, um, yeah. So sorry to that. Sorry to you. I thought Dan, you were one of them. No, that was so insensitive. That was so insensitive of me. Mm. I feel all these, all these fans are, they probably like, I wonder if anyone in the world, um, bought like a. Cameron Carter Vickers shirt for this season as they're like, well, this is going to be the season. He's going to do it. He's going to be the one. Um, like, like similarly, I don't know if you remember, it was yeah, quite a few years ago now that, um, Nicholas Bentner, who was playing for Arsenal, I think he was number 52 and he changed his number, like just before the season started. And then he came out and said something like, Hey, to anyone who bought a Bentner shirt, don't worry, go to the club shop. You can swap it over for one with my new number. I'll cover it all that and it came out that there were like three people had bought a bet or something like that. Whereas in his mind, he was probably like, well, it's going to hit me hard, but you know, if I'm going to have to ship out a million shirts, I'll do it. 
I'll do it for the fans. Yeah, I'm just a guy that looks after the fans. Yeah. It's me, <laughs> Bentner. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we what, what did we say last week about who gets what? You know how we were saying we want uh, we both want Kulusevski or Romero. Did we decide how that was going to be decided? No, we just sort of decided that it would we would work out a, a, a some sort of showdown or some sort of um, mm. scenario to work that out. But I've thought about it more, and it's like if I lose one, then I might just get the away kit with the other. <laughs> like, <laughs> so there are ways around it. There are ways around it. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, um, yeah. Because I I think I actually want Kulusevski, so I was just hoping that you would um, you would just say that's fine. I like as well that it's like. There aren't many times when we're both together wearing like a Spurs kit. <laughs> so <laughs> this is like a contingency plan for a scenario that does not happen that often <laughs> <laughs> at all. So, um, yeah, I, I think for some reason in my head, I kind of get this idea of like, oh, maybe I'll wait till the season starts. And then, you know, if Kulisevsky scores like a hat trick, like against someone, mm. whatever kit he's wearing on that day, that's the Kulisevsky kit I want, you know? Like, so if that's yeah. away, I want to go for the away. If that's the home, I want to go for the home. Um, because I think then at least attaching some little story to a kit keeps some memory to it, which I yeah. maybe have for my Ndombele one from a couple of seasons back, the green one, which mm. very nice kit. And thankfully he scored that goal, the chip that he did as he was sort of like falling to the ground. And so at least mm. I have that now. Instead of like, hey, here's a new player who's going to be amazing for us in the future. I'm like, uh, this is a kitty war that uh, when he did that chip. Mm. 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 Was it the actual kit? No, no, no. No, it's just, I mean, it's just a replica. But I mean. It's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a classic example is me last season. I was like, Delhi's going to have a huge year. Bought his kit. Winx is looking good. Bought his kit. <laughs> Both absolute trash. So... Yeah, I think that's a good method. That's a good method. It's a good method. I mean, it allows us to attach something to it because, uh, you know, we haven't been able to go here. This is, you know, this is what Harry Kane was wearing one when we won Champions League. <laughs> mm. So any mm. little story that we have, like your Harry Winks from last season, it could be, this is what Harry wore when we drew against Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we drew against Liverpool. Can you believe it? And <laughs> Harry Winks wore this kit. Shut up, granddad. <laughs> yeah, shut up. No one cares. You're a loser. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think, I'm, look, personally, I'm, I'm, I was thinking of like sort of holding off and also just seeing who, what squad we end up with when the season starts because if we, like, we could still, you know, having buy someone else amazing. And I don't know, our heads could be turned in that direction for a kit as well. Exactly. And everyone, that's what we've been thinking about in terms of the kits we're going to wear <laughs> and buy. <laughs> um, now, Barney, something that we should probably cover um, because, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been a, a wonderful introduction, I think, to the show is basically mm. where is Eric Dyer on Instagram? Yeah. Mm. Mm. And he is with Juan Foyf in... Portugal? <laughs> um, yeah, so we know that he was in Portugal because he visited sporting and he went to their academy um, and he was seen talking to like a bunch of youngsters. Um, so it's like mm. nice. And then uh, I think a few days later, there is a picture with him with one fourth on a boat. Um, now, yeah, it could be in Portugal. Uh, it could also be in Spain. Um, mm. But... Yeah, I'm just loving Dai's connections, just going around and visiting. He he really does seem like a backpacker sort of doing Europe and just like 
calling into whoever he's got in his phone for like that city. Um, mm. Like you do when you're traveling around, you're like, Hey, do you remember me? We went to school mm. together. Like, I don't remember. You. Oh, it was, it was year one. Don't you remember? <laughs> don't worry. We were like tight yeah. then. Can I stay on your couch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's doing, maybe he's doing that. Um, <laughs> Cause he has been in contact with it seemingly just about every single Spurs player that has recently left the club. He's been going around and having reunions with them all. As we've said previously, independently, it's only him and one other. He's only got the capacity for one. Yeah. Or at a stretch two, but one of them probably needs to be an academy player. So, um, yeah, I, I want to know, Eric. Start a travel blog. Let us know. I would love that. Like, And if any player in our squad was going to start a travel blog, I think it would be Eric. <laughs> I think it would mm. be. Like, you know, we, mm. we know that he loves cuisine. We know he loves... Uh, like there was a nice video, which um, I think it was in, a, in, you know, to promote the fixtures that were playing in South Korea, um, where I think the YouTuber is called like English Korean or Korean Englishman or something like that. Um, and basically went to the training ground and brought along, you know, this little sort of Korean barbecue. And he sat down with two sets of two players. One was uh, Hoybier and Larice, mm-hmm. and the other one was Dyer and Sonny. Um, mm. and you just see there, like, you could tell that Eric knows his food. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm going to watch this video. Yeah. It's nice. It's like, you're just watching them eat for a few minutes and you basically just see like Eric Dyer say stuff in Korean and Sonny's like, ah, <laughs> it's like, oh. uh, excited, like how much he knows and, and all that. And then, yeah, they're just basically losing it over Korean barbecue. I am so happy that finally Hoybier has got a club video that doesn't involve him sitting down with someone and being like, mental health is important for us all. Depression <laughs> kills. Like every single <laughs> video is like this really dark, uh, or not really dark, but it's like a heavy, heavier topic. So I'm glad that he's got a barbecue Totally, video. totally. It's more like, who can we yeah. trust to deal with this topic sensibly and sensitively? Oh yeah, mm. Pierre, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe he's like, guys, I just want a fun video for once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a fun vid. Come on. Yeah. Like, well, we've got this Korean barbecue one coming up. Yes, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. And then the person cooking the barbecue is like, I've had troubles with my mental health. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> Pierre, when you're feeling down, what do you like to cook to get you back up? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you're right, though. Like, of any player that you could pick in our squad to talk about those kind of topics, it would be him, right? Like, I oh. can't think of anyone else that would, well, maybe, apart from maybe Eric Dyer, but. Totally. And maybe, maybe Hugo. Like, it very much seemed that it was like, um, in this video, it was like the dads of the team and then Sonny. Mm. Um, mm. Because, like, Hugo and, and Pierre together and, like, Eric Dyer as well. Like, I assume that, and I don't know exactly how clubs work, but I assume that there is going to be, like, a leadership group at Spurs um, mm. once you get past, like, captain, vice-captain. And I would think that, like, Eric Dyer and Hoybier would be in that. Yeah. Uh, pro- possibly yeah. Son as well. I mean, you know, he's captain's career, of course, and he's mm. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad. But maybe what, what if one of the... I'm sure one of the Academy, or maybe Jack Clark was like, oh, I wouldn't mind being in the uh, Korean barbecue video. Like, no, Jack, no, no. Mm, no, thank you. But but now it's like we're getting promises of these players going to South Korea. I feel like, and this goes back to like when we've had tours from Spurs before, you get all excited to see players and then it's like, oh, no, Harry's not coming. Oh, blah, 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 not coming. But I feel like this South Korea thing, they are trying to build it up. And I think that they would be taking the whole squad and... <laughs> 
probably playing them because the games have sold out in like 60,000 seater stadiums. Wow. Um, and everything. So, uh, It'll be good. I'm, I hope we could watch them. I mean, they're probably not going to be amazing games because it still will be preseason and they're not going at you know full pelt. But um, it'll be worth checking in. Yeah, hopefully the Spurs TV uh, thing does there because sometimes they televise them. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, one one little uh, extra thing I want to raise, which I saw, which I just found very fascinating, was that um, so Pepelu for Levante. Um, apparently he signed a 10 year contract extension. Um, and I've never, ever heard of that, um, with any of our players or anything like that. Like we always seem to be on the, on the edge of like, all right, players getting to, towards their contract running down, contract running down. Um, and obviously, you know, like with Ericsson, we had that scenario where it was running down. We've had that with other players in the past before. Um, but I just thought that was interesting of like, yeah, why aren't there more 10 year contracts? I guess it's like, you probably got to be a, I don't know if a superstar like or someone who really rates himself is going to sign into a 10 year contract, but I think it's like you're more equivalent of like, say a Marvel actor. Like for example, like Chris Hemsworth goes, you know what? I'll sign up for 15 years with Marvel because I'm probably not going to be getting like these really juicy in-depth roles. <laughs> like uh, I'm not going to be the next Batman. They're not going to cast me as that. They're not going to put me in something where I can really sort of like, you know, go to town acting wise. Um, so I, I feel like that's the maybe the equivalent of a player who might sign up for something like that. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's such a long time and such a risk by the club as well to sign a 10-year contract. That is huge. Um, I feel so sorry for those Marvel actors um, signing those movies and <laughs> they just get like let out of their cage every second year to film something with a whole bunch of other guys that are like, do they give you the, do they give you the toast? Do you get toast as well? And then they pretend to be their stupid superheroes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. The disdain for the Marvel, Marvel oh. cinematic universe comes so, out. We've got to move on. Otherwise I, yeah. <laughs> In a fit of rage is how we're going to yeah. end the pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm, uh, it, it's a, it's a shorter one, but I, I don't have any other, um, burning topics. No, I think not at this stage. Um, the other thing is we have heard from a few fans, uh, who did want to just confirm with us that they didn't know Adele, uh, based on our quest for guests, which is still ongoing. Um, cause we did ask if anyone's got some leads on any of our guests, um, please let us know. And I did love that people chose to respond saying, Oh, just letting you know, I don't know Adele. I don't know anyone who mm. knows Adele. Um, so Adele seems a little bit further away than last week. Mm. Um, yeah, really appreciate, um, really appreciate those people um, reaching out to us to just let us know that they do not know Adele. Because if they didn't, then how would we know that they don't know? Um, <laughs> it's really great, really great. Imagine if we had a list of every single listener and we just like, we're going through crossing off and like, well... Todd 48 Mustang doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. He listens to our podcast for sure. Doesn't know Adele. All right. On to the next doesn't one. know Adele. <laughs> All right. On to the next one. Um, but yeah, if anyone knows Sam Mitchell, uh, that would be useful. <laughs> Hang on. I thought you said you knew, you knew like an intermediary. I've got one degree of separation, but the person that I know who knows him well has just had a baby. So I'm a little bit hesitant to reach out to them. Uh, I've sent an email to Hawthorne Football Club. Haven't replied. Okay. Well, uh, no, mm. 
Fair. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, I didn't mean to sort of just assume that you hadn't explored that degree of separation mm. that you already have. Um, so mm. yeah, if anyone knows Sam Mitchell, yeah, please get in touch with us. Or if you don't, please just let us know. Yeah, just uh, let us know. You just let us know if you don't know him. Great. Well, yeah, I think, you know, something we have not spoken about this week is the Abitsbursi medal, mm. which I know there are people just waiting for it and waiting and waiting yeah. and waiting, but we have made a mm. promise next week will be the grand unveiling special episode. <laughs> the Abitsbursi medal winner will be revealed. Yeah, that's right. Next week will be the week. We promise. We promise. Um, uh, actually, the one just very, very last little thing was what I found funny from this week is, you know, sometimes on Twitter, you know, we, we'll put in comments, we'll ask polls, we'll comment about players, situations, all that sort of stuff. doesn't really get too much traction. Uh, we put up an image of Paratici photoshopped into Stranger Things and it just goes bananas. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about our football commentary, <laughs> that if we drop like an opinion on Conte, a handful of responses... Mm. We do some ridiculous Photoshop and then, boop, there we go. Everyone seems to enjoy that. And we get a whole bunch of new listeners in and, uh, and everything. So, yeah, I feel like, oh, have you listened to that a bit Spursy podcast? Yeah. They're not great with words, but <laughs> pictures. Whoa. Yeah. I only listen just so I can understand what the pictures mean when I see them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good with pictures. That's why I listen to it. <laughs> Overall, Barney, uh, uh, you know, just to finish off, like, I think I'm feeling pretty good, pretty comfortable, pretty, it's mm -hmm. pretty relaxing off season. Um, you know, uh, are, are you feeling, I, I get the the impression that you're in the same boat. Very much. Like it's, we seem very calm about where we're heading. Yep. I feel the water is, is calm. We're relaxing on the boat, uh, somewhere off Portugal slash Spain. Um, <laughs> it's very nice. And on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> thank to you very much. <laughs> You go, you go. You, we stopped it. You go. You Thank go. you for listening to a bit Spursy this week. That's your little postcard to finish on. Um, I've been down. This, this feels weird. No, you have, you do the sign off, Barney. No, no, you're doing it. You're doing oh, it. I'm already there. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening to a bit Spursy this week. Uh, I've been Dan. I've been Barney. Uh, <laughs> and come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to a bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at abitspursy.com and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms.